Welcome everybody to The Daily Brew. It's great to have you here with me today. It's the devotional where we every day have a new brew and we have a look at what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And uh, today I am in Auckland. I'm excited to have you with me for day 13, continuing on our Bible devotional in a year. Uh, If you're joining us on the podcast, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, welcome. And if you're here on YouTube, good to see you. You're looking good. No matter what the platform is, make sure if you haven't already to subscribe if you're on YouTube and hit the bell so you never miss a podcast, uh, so you never miss a devotional. And if you're on the podcast, uh, make sure you like and follow so that every time we update and release a new devotional for the day, you don't miss it to help you keep going in your devotional journey. Today's scriptures, though, are in the description as always. Uh, and so I'll read them out for you. Psalm 9, 1 to 6, Matthew 10, 32 to 11, 15, and Genesis 27, 1 to 28, 22. That is our scriptures. Before we continue in the Bible, let's talk brews. And I've gone back to our organic roast, which is why there's no packaging uh, with me here today. It's our Kokako or Kokako um, filter is what we've not filter. It is our um, espresso. We did the filter before. We're doing the espresso today. Now, this is the, our, our tier blend. Uh, it's organic. There's not much info uh, as as there was not much info on the last one. Uh, this is what it does say though: distinct uh, origins of green bean from fair trade co- uh, cooperatives. Cooperatives, sorry, to uh, not cooperatives, corporate, not corporate cooperatives to create a floral, fruity, and earthy blend with a medium acidity. Okay, so that's what it is. Um, it's uh, the dose and yield is is the same as I've been doing 18 grams to 32 grams, uh, 18 grams in, 32 grams out. Um, And uh, this one took about 24 seconds to extract. I didn't write it in my notes. I just made it before, didn't uh, put them in there. So uh, let's give this one a try. Uh, I don't remember the filter being anything special. Uh, So let's see if the espresso uh, stands out. gives us that floral, fruity and earthy. That's right, earthy. Who knows what that means? Let's give it a try. Yeah, again, it's it's nice. Like it's a good it's a good coffee, but it's not like oh, it's not like it doesn't like it doesn't stand out in its flavor profile to me really much at all. Yeah, I mean it's got it's got a fruity flavor. It's got a fruitiness to it. It's quite acidic-y, I suppose. A medium acidic. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's. It's, it's not like special. I, I, put, I put it as a good cup of coffee, okay? It's not one that I wake up in the morning for and get excited about, but it's also not one that I wouldn't have again. It's it's right in the middle. It's good. There you are, Kokako. Uh, it's the espresso version, both the filter and the espresso now we've had. Um, give it a try. Let me know how you feel about it. Uh, it's the uh, the organic version, the organic version Altea blend. Uh, That is that. Okay, enough of the brews. Let's get into the Bible for today, day 13. Let's get started. Teslas. Yes, Elon Musk's electric car. I'll never forget when I got to have a ride in my friend's Tesla. Like, it's pretty pretty surreal. It's like a spaceship, really, which is probably why he wants to go to space. Uh, But when my friend put his foot on the gas pedal, although it's probably not a gas pedal, it's probably a power pedal is actually what you call it. Uh, when you put his foot on the power pedal, the acceleration was unreal. Like, it, it was it was phenomenal. The zero to 100 kilometers per hour 
on the motorway. Granted, we didn't go from zero, but even zero to 50 is just nuts. The acceleration, it's like what they put in a rocket ship. It's silent, but it's violent. It's, 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 that's the sound. It's, it's unreal. Now, acceleration is defined as increased in speed. And, and, and as I'm reading the word today, I just get a feeling to, to, to point out that God is the God of acceleration. When his touch is on your life, we go places we could have never gone before at a pace we have never been. God is the God of acceleration. The other thing, that's, uh, the other thing to note is that acceleration may lead to increased opposition. It's true. The faster a car goes, the more friction that opposes it, wind and resistance on the road. God's people have always experienced opposition, especially those who have stepped out in faith or are carrying large loads. In Psalms, we see that David, he faces many oppositions, right? Many enemies. In life, you're going to find yourself facing off against many enemies. Maybe it's people who will stand against you, many who will oppose you. And for some of it will be in response to things that you have done. And some of it will just be in response to you stepping out in faith. The thing that unifies all opposition, though, is that the outcome of opposition is that it's painful. But it's important to remember that at the end of the day, in Jesus, we have the victory. Already, one thing we see in David's writings is that he has a lot of pain from the opposition, right? He always adapts a, a position of praise in all of his opposition. So while he's facing pain, while he's facing this opposition, he always adapts a position of of praise, ad adopts a position of praise. This is what he says. He says, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. No matter what opposition we face, let's make sure we always adopt a position of praise. As Christians, we shouldn't be surprised at opposition. Jesus, he made it really clear in Matthew 10, 34, that he didn't come to make our lives cozy. In fact, if comfort and cozy living is what we long for, we're always going to end up disappointed when we follow Jesus. Jesus confronted, challenged, and ultimately set the tone that as Christians, we are going to have opposition. It's what's going to happen. When we receive Jesus into our lives, we accelerate at a faster rate of knots. And when we accelerate, we always face greater restriction and opposition. Being a Christian requires sacrifice. In Matthew, Jesus puts it out there that as disciples... We should be willing to sacrifice some. No, not some. Sacrifice part. No, not part. We should be willing to sacrifice everything. For what? For his sake. This is what he says. Anyone who loves the father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. This is a huge call. This is a massive call. That the love that we have for Jesus needs to be greater than the love we have for those closest to us and the things closest to us. In fact, Jesus continues. He says, whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Paul makes reference to this when he says that we should offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. This is the challenge for young Christians. We want the acceleration. We want the taking of the ground, the ministry, the move of God. But many of us are not willing to actually pay the price and be the sacrifice. Here's the truth. You can't have success without sacrifice. It just cannot happen. If you want to be an all black, this is not just true spiritually, right? This is actually true of the real world we live in too. If you want to be an all black, do you just roll up to the all blacks training camp and play? No, it takes years and years, a huge amount of sacrifice to be able to get there and then stay there. It's the same with ministry. 
To be in ministry, it requires sacrifice. But even before that, sorry, even even like not even including ministry, like just to be a Christian it's, who makes a difference in the world around you, it's going to require sacrifice. We need to be willing to sacrifice, to be willing to be a living sacrifice. That's what we have to be, to be willing to be a living sacrifice. Why? Because that's what our faith is based on. Ultimately, our faith is based on the reality that Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice on the cross, sacrificing himself so that we might have life and life in all its fullness. So why would it be any different for us? I get it. Sacrifice is hard. Sacrifice is not comfortable, but nothing that is sacrificed for Jesus is wasted. Matthew 10, 42 in the message says, the smallest act of giving or receiving makes you a true apprentice. You won't lose out on a thing. Sacrifice is the fuel for acceleration. Your sacrifice might mean giving up that bad habit. It might be waking up early to actually give God some of your time. It might be saying no to the after work drinks. It might be simply acknowledging God publicly, not hiding your faith away. It might be something larger, like serving on a team at church that costs you personally. Maybe it's moving cities and stepping out of something you've done for a third of your life. Lol, that's what we did. <laughs> but whatever your sacrifice is, I want to encourage you, you won't lose out on a thing in the long run. Short term, it might cost you, but in the long run, you'll always look back and see God's faithful hand at work. A little while ago, I got into the Formula One. And I'm happy to say that I am a Red Bull fan. Max Verstappen, you are a world champion. Yes, the Formula One. Uh, here are some things that I've learned in the Formula One. It takes a lot of fuel for the car to go round. It takes a healthy and fit driver to operate a car that accelerates so fast. And it takes forceful, passionate drivers to win. If we want to see the kingdom of God win in the world around us, Jesus tells us how we should be. He uses the word forceful. Now, some translations use the word violent, but forceful is actually a better translation. To be forceful is to embrace sacrifice and challenge. It's not to run from it. It's not, it's not to hide from the sacrifice, but it's to embrace it. Jacob, he was a forceful man. We see that in the way that he wrestled with God. He would not let God go until he received his blessing. What would that look like in our lives if we were like that with God? To be forceful with God, to wrestle him until we saw a breakthrough in our families, in our workplaces, in our cities, and in the nations of the world. Sure, it's going to cost you, but sacrifice always results in greater blessings. Three, two, verse one, of the two. day. Yes, it's time for verse of the day, the sneaky bonus extra verse that we have a look at. And today, Genesis 28, 16 is what we're going to look at. And it says, when Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place. And I was not aware of it. May we never be people who are in a space or place that the Lord is in, and be unaware and miss out on what God is doing. And that is it today for day number 13 of the Daily Brew. Well done, everybody. You're doing a great job. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't stop. Keep going. Uh, God is speaking to us, and I pray today that God is speaking to you as well. There's so much scripture and so much revelation uh, that God is speaking to us about. And if God is speaking to you about something that I didn't talk about today, feel free to chuck it in the comments. Or if you just want to throw something positive, encouraging in the comments, feel free to do that as well. If you're on, on the podcast channels, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, feel free to jump over to YouTube and throw it in the comments. And if you're on Spotify, you're already there. So chuck something in there as well. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel as well if you haven't done so already. It helps promote this uh, far and wide. And hit the bell for you so that you don't miss out 
on any of the devotional video uploads. If you're on our podcast channels, uh, feel free to follow those as well if you haven't done so, and it'll update you every time we release a new devotional because this is 365-day journey. It's not 13 days, it's 365. And uh, throughout this year, I want to encourage you to continue to hold firm to his word and keep going deeper into his word and see what he has for you. I hope you enjoyed today. Join me for day 14 tomorrow, or I believe tomorrow is our supermarket, Super 7 Can Supermarket Day. So uh, come tomorrow to see what supermarket brew we find. Until then, though, enjoy the rest of your day. Unless you're going to sleep right now, sleep well, dream dreams, and we'll see you tomorrow for day 14 on The Daily Brew. Oh, 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 o